Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious. You can join us in broadening our minds on the Nameless Debates Discord via the link below, and even feature here yourself, if you've got what it takes. Yeah, so Adorite, meet Trump's mustache. Trump's mustache, meet Adorite the anti-fascist. Hello, anti-fascist. Hello, Mr. Mustache. And so, so both of you... Both of you came into this conversation super paranoid, which I thought was hilarious because both of you are coming to <laughs> both of you are coming to it with with good intentions. So there's there's no reason to be worried. But the only uh, brief things that I had outlined from either side was that um, Adorite, uh, uh sorry, I keep wanting to call you Peter Dad Ass from your old name, but Trump's, <laughs> Trump's mustaches uh, only kind of real uh, rule here is uh, no private info, doxing, etc. Don't try to get any Same. information out of them. Uh, uh, I don't even know how to. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Exactly. And uh, Adorite has asked that I be honest about the definition of the term socialism. I see. Are we talking about socialism as the economic, uh, like like Mr. E, or are we talking more broadly? I- that's exactly what he wanted me to be honest about. <laughs> yeah, like if, we're talking about, like if we're talking about economic socialism, then just let's define it as economic. Or if we're talking about national socialism, let's talk. Let's just make sure we define it, because I can get some confused about that sometimes, just because of my preconceived notions on it. But yeah. Okay, so what I what what has been taught to me that that socialism is is basically the workers own the means of production and therefore yeah. get a, a good nice slice of what they produce. So, for example, if a fact a shoe factory has twenty employees, they all get get an equal share of the profit based on the work they put in. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I, I would I would agree to that definition as well. With one caveat is that under those circumstances, the workers would be considered the ruling party. The workers would be the government. How? Okay, then this is already a question. How does uh, owning a factory also make you own the state? Yeah, but it, but socialism isn't just about return. It's about the government using power to enforce the return of the capital to the workers. So it's not a direct um, confiscation of, of wealth. Uh, so let's say, for example, the, the shoe factory again. Uh, the shoe factory sells mon- uh, some some amount of shoes, and that money would go to the state, and then the state would be responsible for an equal, equal distribution to the people. Even if it doesn't go through the state, the state would be responsible for pointing at the guns of the factory owner to say, hey, make sure that your workers get the fair amount. I see. So authoritarian socialism. Well... It's just it's an inherent part of socialism because if yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. if the factory owners don't want to give up their their wealth, then what are you going to do, right? You gotta you gotta grab the guns. Fair enough, but the reason why I I, I made this specification is because I heard some anarchists wanting to do have like uh, factories where they would work and they would just share the profits without the state doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's pretty okay. much the that's pretty much the uh, sort of. How should I say this principle behind anarcho socialism? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's so, why I want to yeah. specify, if, uh, you know, authorities. Yeah, it's, it's just me. It's funny because as the liberal here, I'm probably the one who makes the biggest problem with it, but I would just split the difference in the sense of that, yeah. in, in Although, that like, sense, are, there, yeah. those workers are a government. Like yeah. they are a ruling party, in my opinion. Yeah. Although, are we going to be bringing up um, economic socialism at all in this debate, or is it going to be mm-hmm. strictly national? No, <laughs> we're probably not going to go deep into that, but it will come up, but it won't come up as like a contentious issue. And on top of that, um, I just want to say, not framed as a debate. 
um it's okay. more of like I, you know debate's gonna happen but to be honest with you it'll probably be you guys debating more with me about certain things but it's it i just want to actually have conversation the whole genesis to this was uh Adorite, me and you were having a conversation and i took issue with your uh who you label as what is considered alt-right or classical traditionalist uh it, it, or no modern traditionalist in the sense of the the, the um, movement that's yeah i was going to talk with i was also going to talk with you about that and i was going to classify like because i was misusing the term a little bit myself and i will admit that but i was wanting to clarify that with you that's all right. Like we said, you've been studying this stuff for just the last little bit, and I've been studying this stuff yeah, for pretty like much, two, yeah, pretty much over the last, years. yeah, pretty much over the last four months. Ever since I got into back into politics, there you go. And Trump is uh, Trump's mustache here is on the forefront of uh, these ideas, in my opinion. So I figured he was one of the best people to talk talk about them. So if we were to if we were to kick it off right off the bat, uh, Trump, uh, fuck, would it bother you? Yeah, if just I call, call me Peter? Trump. It's easy. It's either Peter. I want to call you Peter every okay, time. Okay, to call me Peter. Everything. Call me mustache, um, what would you consider yourself all right? No, I mean, here's the, the, the first problem with all rights it's a dome organization, I mean, dome organization, a dome term, yeah, so, umbrella, yeah. umbrella, yeah. It, it, it houses uh, monarchists, uh, ethno nationalists, white supremacists, uh, author and the autistic liberals, and caps. <laughs> you, you fucking name it, it's in there. It's like. It's 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 this nice little term that the media created uh, to 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 group everybody that is not, you know, obeying the mainstream, and that is on the right, basically. Well, if I'm allowed to ask, is wasn't the term coined by Richard Spencer, but wasn't it popularized by the media? No, uh, it was it was not even coined by by Richard Spencer. This common misconception. It was created by the media. Richard Spencer used it. Oh, is that? Hold on. Is that true? I don't even know if that's. I, I don't disagree yeah. with you often, but I, I, I don't think Richard Spencer coined this. I'm fairly well, certain. No, so I know you're right. Richard Spencer didn't actually coin the term. The uh, the, the term alternative right was established in the '90s. It was it was done during the Jared Taylor days when Jared Taylor was at his his uh, I guess forefront before he started rising again there in the late uh, 2010s. Um, but the term was officially used in publication with uh, by Richard Spencer when he took it over and made altright.com, right, his website. Yes, I, that's what I mean. It's just like he used it; he didn't coin it. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't okay. say I wouldn't even say though that the, the distinction that I would make is that the media didn't coin the term; the media reappropriated the term. And this is one of the things I want to get into or try to point out to Adorite is that the media reappropriated that term to use it as a blanket statement to demonize people who weren't that far on the right. And the reason why I bring that up yeah. is, is the distinction between alt-light and alt-right is, is kind of important within that community because yeah. the alt-light is not so light. Yeah. So, so, so basically, your, your original question was, do I identify with uh, alt-right? Yes. I don't even know what that means. Hmm. So, so, so it's like you have to be more specific, like which organization within... Okay. Dome that is the all right. So, so you're you're obviously familiar with the the civil war between the alt right and the alt light, as it were, right? During the Trump era, there were a lot of people who were attaching themselves to the label alt right and media using the term alt right. But once yes. the um, the Richard Spencers and the alt hypes and the um, very specific, I mean Matthew Einbach. No, no, no. Uh, that's uh, Ryan Falk. Um, but oh. uh, shouldn't be doxing people. But anyways, uh, uh, 
the people from the alt-right um, perspective or the alt-right idea were originally um, very, there were three pillars, and this is a conversation that I've heard discussed amongst uh, Richard, uh, Mike Enoch, as well as um, the, the gentleman and the lady who make the show Murdoch, Murdoch. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, man, but don't, like, they're on the forefront of the ideology. They've, they've helped define it with their influence. And it's this idea that uh, three pillars of the alt-right, as it were, and it's um, uh, sex realism, or traditional gender roles in their application in society, um, race realism, and the idea that the races should be separate or traditional, the um, you know traditional views on race, and then the JQ or recognition of the JQ is the the third one that if you have if you deny any one of these three properties, the alt right will oust you or claim you as being alt light, not willing you're cucking to the civic, civic you're not willing to go far enough into the deep end. I wouldn't even add a, th a fourth one, which is capitalism. If, oh, if you're so, talking about okay. the hard, I mean the hard, uh, the, the mm -hmm. not the old light, but generally the groups that are in the old right generally see the, the, the faults of capitalism and are not a big fan of those as well. So if you say, if, if you're going to be uh, advocating for capitalism and saying capitalism is going to fix things, we're going to put you in that nice little civic nationalist basket and telling yeah. you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, that's why I'd say that like fascists are farther than the alt right. That's what I would say. Would you agree with that? Or mm. it's no. nice to hear. It's nice to hear a liberal say that. But go ahead and disagree, Peter. Um, my, my liberal opinion no. left us, but yeah. Same I, I think we're already vastly. Th what do you think qualifies as is is all right? Well, so like I said, I, no, I no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not asking. I'm asking. Um, oh, oh, the fascist, anti-fascist. Um, same thing as um, same thing as Classless just said. Although I would say that if you don't hold, um, most likely it's going to be the JQ. But if you don't hold all three of them, I would say that you are alt light. Um, but yeah, I do yeah, think that. But yeah, all, a lot of alt writers do. Like well, not maybe a lot, but some alt writers do believe in socialist economics. But when it, people define fascism, they define all things that the alt, at least from this from my research, all things that the alt right hold dear, as well as a very big dose of capitalism, and a very deep hatred towards um, Marxist theory of socialism and communism. Would you agree with that, or? No. Oh my God! There's a lot of stuff to, to dissect here. Um. Get into it. <laughs> oh man, um, where to begin? Um, okay, so so the, the main issue is is not really economic uh, when it comes to the alt right. Do, do you understand that? So yes, when when you're talking about like socialism and, and all that kind of stuff, all, all all side points. The main issue, uh, you know what? Maybe maybe it's easier to to just explain the standpoint of, of, of your average old writer rather than, than to go into, into any gritty details just yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah, set it up from your end then. Yeah. Um, basically, an old writer is 9 out of 10 a central lefty when he starts. He, he lives in the world as we know it today. And he's been taught all these things via television, via uh, education, via radio, uh, politics, whatever. 
all these kinds of things. And then he, he uh, looks at reality, either because he had, uh, you know, uh, an event happen in his life, or um, sometimes he just notices because he recognizes patterns that something isn't right, something doesn't add up, and they're going to find information that they're going to really be in, in the mindset of, okay, I don't care anymore what everybody else thinks. I don't care anymore what, what, what social dogmas, stigmas uh, are going to be attached to me. I want to know the truth. So nothing is taboo. And they're going to dive in all these kinds of uh, information and they're going to find inconsistencies. They're going to find inconsistencies when it comes to politics and the media and 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 because they find these things because they say okay well they're lying about this and they're lying about that what else are they lying about and they tumble deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper in this and um <sighs> fuck hold on my uh, screen just went uh, in pause mode hold on uh yeah so um so they're gonna tumble deeper and deeper and deeper in this and eventually the 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 holy grail of taboos comes up. And I think you and I both know what that is. Yeah. It's, uh, is there a difference between the intellectual capacity between races? Because that is the, that's the ultimate thing that you can never say in a liberal society because yeah. it, it violates one of the most fundamental um, pillars that it is built on it, if if you destroy this pillar you basically destroy liberalism yeah okay and I, I can dispound on that it's the idea that every person is an equally rational agent which stems from the tabla rasa or the blank slate theory and the idea that uh, biology doesn't have an inherent or direct impact on who you are as a person that who you are as a person is entirely formed or socially constructed by the environment around you yes which I mean, I'm not going to go into debate here whether it is correct or not, because it's just going to be all here all night, damn night. Uh, so yeah. But essentially, the, the right wing, I mean, the, the, the all right, as you call it, the, the groups are in, in it, um, they don't believe that this is correct. And furthermore, uh, they don't think that this is limited to race. They also think that this is not, um, how do I say this? Men and women are wired differently. I'm not talking about, I mean, I know there's like the spaghetti and the waffle thing, right? But uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But, but no, it's, no, elaborate. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, come on, dude. Please, please. No, wait, right. are you, are you actually right. serious? Or? I'm serious. I've never heard that before. The, the spaghetti uh, or the waffle? I've never heard that meme. Go on. Okay, so the, the meme basically goes that women are wired like spaghetti and men are wired like waffles. Like uh, men think structurally and women connect everything together. Um, so Okay, okay. <laughs> it, it's kind of like that, but it, it's way more complicated. There's way more science. It's, it's just a meme, so, so don't dig too much into it. But basically, yeah. it's... We, we recognize that there are fundamental differences with even in, in the way women and men come to conclusions and, 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 and make rationalizations, everything, right? So when, when you have um, the mindset of, okay, well, the races aren't different and the sexes aren't different, uh, aren't the same, excuse me, and the races aren't uh, the same, why should everybody be treated the same? And, and, and there's a bigger problem than this, 
which is, I'll take America, for example. Um, you have social justice warriors, as, as we call them. I mean, I don't know what to call them. I don't even know what group they're really part of. You know the phenomenon, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. Equality um, of outcome, people. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah my equality mother, of outcome. Yeah, um, That's actually um, good. Yeah, my mother, my mother is one of those people. I don't agree with her. I agree more with equality of opportunity, but I'll preface that by saying that I agree with laws that ensure equality of opportunity. But anyways, go ahead. Okay, so you have equality of opportunity and equality of outcome. Uh, SGWs are actually more interested in equality of outcome. Um, the you know what the difference is between the two, I assume. Yes. Yes. Okay. So when you have, I mean, what what you gotta understand is that the left is correct on a lot of stuff. The left is correct that there is a disparity between wages when it comes to uh, blacks and whites, that there is a disparity between wages when it comes to uh, males and females. This is all correct, but what they assume to be the cause is not. You see, they, they assume that it is some, some, some malicious attempt at keeping certain people down like um, through, through an, a government institution or something like that. So they're going to continue on hunting for um, racism or some sort of uh, system that is treating people unfairly. Now, if you believe in the blank slate theory, this makes total sense because um, you know everybody is is the same. Everybody has the same cap capabilities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, therefore, if there is a group of people that is underperforming in society drastically, then the only conclusion to be had is that they are you know treated unfairly somehow, or oppressed. they are being just oppressed or, or discriminated against, etc. While in the all right, the, the, the more groups that, that are really honest with themselves, they see that this is a biological difference, a difference that can never be fixed. So we'll have a permanent battle of the left trying to find this phantom racism. I mean, actually, this is another thing because racism is actually inherent in all human beings, but they're going to try and find this phantom offender of the loss, right? That doesn't exist because the limitations are not uh, there. I mean, the, the, the results of their economic disparity is not there because of any uh, wrongdoing, but rather to biological limitations of some sort. Now, that doesn't mean that we think that black people are worth less than whites or something, because you're literally comparing apples to oranges here, because all races have their strengths and weaknesses. But we do have a problem with the left trying to always how to say this, create a problem where there isn't one. Do you, are you following so far? Because you're being very quiet. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to listen. Okay. Um, so basically... It's like a witch hunt concept, right? Yes. It's, it's, it's essentially... We see the left-wingers as the, as, uh, the current left-wingers. And I do mean SCWs with that. I, I, I'm not talking about the economic left-wingers, but the, 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 the social left-wingers as uh, what, what the, the religious right was 50 years ago. It's, it's basically uh, a religion at this point. It has to be true, or otherwise the Nazi jackboots are going to you know, pop out of the ground and the Nazi zombies are going to conquer the world, right? 
So it has to be true that there is some racism because otherwise the races are not equal and that will lead to fascism. That's essentially what the right feels that the left is doing at the moment. Um, well, coming from somebody who is like anti-fascism, mm-hmm. um, like I look at history and like that isn't what causes it. Like that sort of thinking isn't what causes fascism or fascistic ideas. At least that's coming from me. Okay. What can we? Can I just first ask you what do you think fascism is? Um, fascism is an ideology based in traditional values um, and collectivism on a on a national socialism uh, level. Things like state-sponsored religion, um, the, um, traditional gender roles, um, racial superiority, um, and fascism itself. Um, rejection racial of Marxism. superiority. Uh, yes, um, except for. Except for Hirohito, I have not found a fascist country that does not find that their race and or color of skin um, either is superior to others or makes people better by having that. And with the okay. second, with well, the latter, with the latter being from uh, Spain. Okay, so basically, okay, this is kind of interesting because we don't actually think that. Well, yeah, which is why I don't call the alt-right fascists. The ideas within that are, you know, akin to fascism, but like alt-righters are not fascists. That's what a lot of people on my side fail to realize. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Sorry, Adorite, I thought our because our original conversation stemmed out of the idea of me pointing out that there are um, right-wingers or alt-right people who are fans of socialist ideology, and then yeah. that's Kind of what what Peter was getting at in terms of the well, if you were to give his yeah. definition of fascism on top of yours, because they said you, you, so you have your definition of fascism. Uh, Trump's mustache. Yeah. How how would you define fascism? Fascism is an ideology where the people would serve the state, and the state would in turn serve the people to uh, achieve uh, a common goal. This common goal can change depending on which state. Fascist is uh, is adopting sorry fascism. So basically, fascism in Germany would look completely different to fascism in England, and fascism in England would look yes. different from fascism in Spain, etc. So it is yeah. very nation dependent. Now, fascists don't actually think all the time. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can find fascists that do think this. I'm not denying this, but in generally, there's no necessity. To, th- to think that your race is superior. It's more of a love rather than a dis- dislike of yeah. others. Uh, yes, I would agree with that. So, so uh, when, when, um, because the left goes... But, f- yeah, go ahead. Oh, but my whole thing with it is, there's a, like, at least coming from me, there's a difference between a love for your race and using mm-hmm. that love for your race and using it to target others. That's where I really feel like nationalism sort of starts to devolve into more fascistic ideals. Ah, okay. I'm I'm see where this is going with this, right? So, um, let's go for a real life example here. You're obviously going for, let's say, the United States, which has a lot of different ethnicities in it, right? Yeah. And you would have uh, certain people saying, "Well, I want to live among my own people, and I think that I should have a territory for my own." 
Now, what I assume the left's problem with that is, it's okay. I do not really have a problem with this, but what you're going to do with the people that are living in your territory right now? Is that a correct assumption? Um, that's what, well, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Like, how would you, like, okay, like in so order to you gotta, that? You got to realize that there are multiple approaches to this, but um, it also depends on which country you're in. But in terms of the United States, and actually Europe still to a certain degree is, they walked in and they can walk out. The reason why they're there is the problem. You see, fascists also realize that a black guy coming from Africa to Europe isn't there because the, the problem, I mean, the problem is not the black guy being there. The black guy being there is a symptom. And it's a greater problem that you need to solve, which is your government that is allowing this to happen, which is the government is giving this person financial incentive to do what he does and arriving in Europe, right? If, if I lived in a mud hut with a straw roof somewhere in Africa, right? And some European country would tell me, hey, dude, if you come over here, I'll give you a uh, thousand euros a month free of charge. You don't have to do a damn thing. Um, and we'll protect you in the media if you do anything bad. Just, just come over and you know have a good time. Now, who, who the fuck wouldn't come, honestly? But you've got to understand is that if you remove these financial incentives and actually create an environment where there are genuinely, and not like the left claims, but actually genuinely uh, disadvantaged in white countries, they would leave the same way they would come in and there would be no bloodshed, no punches thrown, nothing, not even disownment. So there are ways that you can create ethnostates with a single drop of blood. Okay. But the problem is, is that currently we have liberal states in power right now. And liberals are, again, not going to be able to do that because it would violate their principles. So you cannot make policies in the liberal state that would disadvantage one side over the other. Okay, well, my question to that is, like, I'm guessing you're referencing welfare, right? Among other things, yes. Okay, well... Don't you think that getting rid of things like welfare would also hurt the amount of people that are legitimately born in, say, the United States? No, 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 no. You misunderstand. I'm not saying get rid of welfare for whites. I'm saying get rid of welfare for the newcomers. See what I mean about okay. that? That's that's the socialist okay, so horseshoe theory that I like to point out. Is so this is it. that's why I brought Peter in specifically is that he believes in socialist policies, but for a specific in group. You guys if, draw if, your if, in group and out group circles in different places. If if you, I mean, let's say if 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 let's say your people worked really hard and they put ten thousand dollars in the in the state pot, and this is a security for when something happens to them or their family, or their next of kin, their Volk, their people, right? They put all that effort in there. They're sacrificed, even though they're going to get a little out of it, but it's out of love for their own Volk. And then a liberal government comes along and says, hey, you see this guy from the other side of the planet has never put a single dime in this fucking system? Yeah, he can come over and take out of that pod, no problem. You see what the problem is? If you eliminate that, and you sell 
whoever comes over to say, dude, dude, I'm sorry, but uh, you can go fuck yourself. This is not your country. You haven't learned, worked a single day in your life. These people wouldn't, first of all, wouldn't come. And the people that are here, if you take away their welfare and, and make it uh, much less attractive for them to live here and only uh, serve your own people, and these people would gradually bleed out of your society. I don't mean like bleed doesn't actually bleed, but you know, yeah. like bleed out yeah. population-wise. And there wouldn't be a single uh, fight or drop of blood had, which is uh, preferably what most ethnologists want. How how they want to resolve this? Um, if if it doesn't need to be a hundred percent, by the way, uh, ethnic group yeah. being in in the nation, it's, it's just that the majority, super majority, should be. The ethnic group they should be in charge of their own government and uh you know if, if there's like two or three percent non-whites or something like that no one cares the, the, ethno, the ethno-nationalists are not particularly concerned with a, a small minority of minorities living in their nation sure. when 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 they start getting power and start deciding what happens to that nation where we get into problems and this is never going to happen peacefully because there's a lot of ethnonats that are actually preparing for civil war because they see the, the the mainstream media and all the other institutions trying to take away their means to perform politics, which means that after that, there's only one alternative left, which is violence, because you took away all the other political and yeah. revolutionary ways uh, in, in peaceful revolutionary ways for them to, to 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 conduct politics and whether you like it or not if you're really honest and if people really want to admit it which they're going to do sooner or later a good chunk of your population is that's on that if push comes to shove so what's what's going to happen when they can never voice their opinions or violence yeah well can i like can we backtrack a little bit Sure. Yeah, okay. I've been taking notes this whole time because Peter just covered a lot of ground. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we could, we'll take it a step back. Okay. So, oh, yeah, you never interrupted. I agree with. I mean, we're we're just trying to let you go, well, man. Just, it's nice. Yeah. You're you're flowing well. You're 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 dropping all kinds of knowledge. So it's good to hear the perspective. Yeah. So, I well, see. Just like my question to you was, how do you know that the majority of people who like you're referencing welfare, but there are, but there are other systems, correct? Other what? Sorry, you cut other. Out. You reference welfare, but there are other systems, right? Like other systems out there that encourage immigration in your eyes, right? Sure. Okay. How do you know that the majority of the? How do you know that when the, when it comes to these systems, the majority of it is only being used by immigrants? How do you know that the majority of it isn't being used by the native population? Even if only five percent was would use, it would still be an issue. How so? Because it's still because it's still no, no. But on, on, on principle, no. But the Sorry. point is, is that right? Is that on principle? It doesn't matter. Is that it's not that group of people's money. It's it's Trump mustache and his group. It's their money. They've made the overwhelming contribution towards it. Why should they even be involved in the same social contract as these people when it's something that they don't want? It, exactly. I don't even remember claiming that the migrants have the own uh, use the majority. I don't, yeah. I don't remember ever claiming yeah. that. Well, no, you never claimed it, but the major thing is like taking away program, programs like 
well, yes, they are used for, you know, migrants, whether le um, mostly legal. I think, I don't think you can really get welfare if you're illegal, but. Yes, you can. Okay. Um, maybe it's a bit different in the United States than it's Canada, or maybe I don't know that much about welfare law in Canada, but yeah. But the major thing is like, even if 5% of that money is, you know, um, going towards migrants, that doesn't mean that welfare needs to go completely. No, because well, like, like, would you abolish it? Would you change the laws to make it so that people who come to your country, like, they have a certain period, or they simply aren't able to get it unless they're natural-born citizens, or like, how would you no, change? No, I, that? I don't believe I don't believe birthright for non-ethnic. Okay, but okay, okay. Look at it this way: you're a guest. If you behave and if you play nice, and there's not too many of you, you're allowed to stay but you will never be able to get administrative power. That's probably as in a nutshell as I can make it without going into details. See, so it's in the point that I'm trying to, that I would like to point out here at it, right? Is that it's it is mainly that he's not talking about a, a anti-socialist perspective because he's all for, he doesn't reject any of the yeah. socialist policies that would be put forth. He just rejects them for people who aren't members of his in-group. So, so when you this is the common misconception that the extreme right, as the media would call it, is is incompatible with the extreme left. Actually, it's complete bullshit. It's if if you don't act, act, I mean, if you don't advocate for open borders and serve your own group, then then you can be as socialist as you want. You won't have opposition from us. Well, and no, that that is completely like that's a completely stupid remark because you look at things like France, like both the hard right and the hard left were working together against the government. Like it's obvious that people can come together under the same sort of policies, but really, it's the nature of those policies that really sort of coincide with each other. I feel. Sorry, sorry. You said my 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 remark was stupid. What? No, 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 no. I wasn't saying that. Like that remark was stupid. I was saying that. I was like, I'm pointing it out to stop it. Okay, fair enough. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, like the whole, like the whole, the left and the right, like the hard left and hard right can't work together. When yeah, they still can work together. Look, look at modern day France. Um, earlier this, like just in November with the yellow vest movement. But I feel like the main point of contention is the nature of those policies and the end goal of both. I would say. Well, th there, there's a big fear on the right that the left. In, in all the controlled altruism would uh, create a situation where the ethnic group, the home ethnic group will be replaced and there will be no place left to run through for that home ethnic group. Okay. Well, and they want to prevent that at all costs. Okay. Well, like, how do you know that the main ethnic group of the United States is, you know, like, would you say under attack? Like, how would you put it? Basic math. Okay, and I like what's like demographics. For, yeah, like well, what's wrong with the demographics changing? May I ask? Because the ethnic group is being replaced. Okay, but is it affecting the way that culture is perceived? Is it affecting something negative for the country, or yes, is it yes. simply just a demographic change? Yes, definitely. 
There is no such thing as just a demographic change. So Adorite, can I ask you as, as somebody who's First Nations, was it uh, not that big of a deal that my people's culture was wiped out and removed from the planet? No, it was a, no, it was a huge deal. But the, di but the difference that I see is that back then we found, like, back then we were, like, the settlers who came to America would find that that culture was absolutely horrendous, or they would find it as incompatible with their own, or something like that. And so they would slaughter them instead of, you know, nowadays making common ground, which is what we do do nowadays, which is making common ground and trying to find a better way of accepting cultures rather than wiping them out. Because yeah, that's that's. I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but that's extremely naive. How so? There's no basis for that. There. Do, 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 okay, here's the deal. Do you see Islam modifying their way to accommodate themselves in the West? Uh, yes, easily. Yes. Where? Where? Just, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. There are plenty of moderate Muslims in the West. No, no there's no such thing as moderate Muslim. There's just a non-Muslim uh, and they're Muslim. Um, but I know moderate. No, Muslims. not necessarily. That's like saying there's nothing. There's that's like saying there's nothing like. Yeah. There's let me. One sec. I, that's like saying that there's nothing with, like there's no such thing as a moderate Christian. There is just a Christian or a non-Christian. That makes about as much sense. Yes, yeah. I agree with that completely. Okay, so let me ask you this: Are you a Christian? Are you like? Are you atheist? I don't see. I don't see the relevance. Okay. I, I don't see why that this relevance. Why my personal religion is relevant to this conversation? Well, it's like the main thing is like, like what is the whole fear behind? You know, like more people coming it's, in with it. Like it's not like it's not really even a replacement or a genocide. It's more just a demographic change. No, it's, it it is most definitely a replacement. It's a replacement How? of the ethnic group. If 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 you have, okay, oh okay. boy, now now we're gonna have to get into a lot more. Um, <laughs> That's all right, I'm loving this. This is great Friday night. <laughs> okay, so oh boy, now now uh, where did you start? Okay, do you know what the the reproductive strategies are uh, for for the different uh, R-type versus K-type? Yes. Yeah, there are different reproductive strategies among all cultures. Exactly. Like, so like there are like there are different uh, reproductive strategies. Like even within Christianity, there's difference between uh, Christians and Catholics. Like Catholics believe more in like huge families, and Christians really don't. At least when we look at like statistical data when it comes to childbirths for people who follow either religion. Okay, that was that was a lot of explanation, but it doesn't need to be that broad. Okay, so basically it's this: Do you think? I mean, what would what do you think the the reproductive strategy for the average Western person is? Our type, our type, or type? Average. Um... Wait, well, what do you mean by R-type or K-type? Do they pump out as many babies as possible, or do they pump out little baby, uh, a few number of babies, and invest more time into these? Quality um, fewer, but they invest more time, I would say. Okay. Like on average. What, what do you think the reproductive strategy of, let's say, the average African person is in Africa? Um... I wouldn't say it's a strategy, but I would say it's more like they have more kids. 
yeah. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. But, well, no, like, and one of the main <laughs> things when it comes to the whole Africa thing is like Africa doesn't have like as much a push for birth control or as much a push for sexual education. Would you agree with that? Or no, because we have tried that multiple times and it didn't take. Do you have a citation for that? May I ask? Or yes, my own aunt who went over there and tried. Uh, again, do you have uh, a citation? Yeah, no, sorry, yeah, that's not a citation. That's Donald evidence. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, but I have no doubt in my mind. I know this is you're not. This is not valuable to you, but I have no doubt in my mind that this is not going to take because all of their stories uh, kind of give me a very good picture of what it's like in Africa. They have they have a culture where this is even looked down upon to use. It's basically creating a situation where you would get ostracized by your own clan if you use contraceptives in some tribes. So, well, yeah. I mean, like you can say the same thing about like early, like earlier in life, um, uh, Christianity. They saw birth yes. We're not talking about the morality. I'm talking about the the current well, situation. But that you without without getting on the whole like blame white people train that, that that's exactly one of the reasons why it is like that in in certain areas in Africa is you have a very large push from the Christian communities that are heavily influenced from the Christian uh, colonization of the West, but at the same time that's not really. It, it, Peter's argument is more based around a, a cultural inheritance in in what those people yeah. believe and how they act regarding their um their preferences for their family types and breeding strategy as to why they wouldn't adopt that anyways. So, okay, in a nutshell, um, let's just wrap this up because I don't think this to be a big point. If you import these people into West, right? The West is already at a non-replacement birth rate. If you import these people en masse, and I'm not talking about 10 people, I'm not talking about 100 people, I'm talking about thousands, right? basic math you come to the conclusion like th th this is this is not even like controversial this is germany yeah. and and the united states and all that there's going to be minority white countries in the in the near future and if 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 you want to know what whites are going to be you know what the, what the future of whites are going to be in a in a minority situation all you have to look at is south africa zimbabwe uh Rhodesia, you go on and on and on. It it looks very bleak. Well, do you think it's like? Are you just afraid that whites are going to become like a more discriminated upon group if you know current immigration? No, not just that. Because it's, I mean, it would be that solely if it were looking at America, because it's not really our land from the start, from the get go. So you could have like a. I mean, a moral, is it moral? I don't know, fuck. You can, you can make the moral argument that, you know, we're not supposed to be in America. But if yeah. you replace us in Europe, that's a whole nother ball game. There's nowhere else for us to run after that. This, it's, 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 it's either, I mean, do you believe in the definition of genocide by the UN? What is the definition of genocide by the UN? Well, you can look it up. It's in Google. It's, it's actually also in I think genocide is um, going in there and just killing them. But there are other methods. 
what what happened in North America to the indigenous people is classified as de- as a genocide, and it wasn't. It, it was not just the actual uh, use of force, but it was all of the um, cultural genocide methods, like uh, reservation schools and different things along, um, forcing people to abandon their culture and adopt the white Western culture as a word. So, genocide is defined in Article Two of the Convention on Prevention and Punishment of Crime of Genocide as any of the following acts committed with the intent to destroy in whole or in part a national ethnic racial or religious group as such killing members of the group committing seriously serious bodily harm etc etc so whole in part well and here's the main problem i have like that's the main like this is the main contention it's with the intent to destroy are the people moving to america to destroy um, like to destroy like white people or christian culture or american culture or whatever you like to call it or are they or are they doing it for other reasons maybe they're doing it to become more economically advantageous or, or are they care about they the results the result okay. is what okay. I care about. Well then, well, then let's talk about the results. Like, well, okay, what happened? Yeah. Like, what would happen if a very successful businessman, because he has no way to, you know, have economic growth in, say, uh, someplace like Africa or even, let's say, Greece, because Greece, like, is an economic hellhole right now. If they move to the United, what if they move to the United States and they're very economically savvy? Don't you think that they would have a? Don't you think that they would have a good chance of creating an, a very big boom in the economy, at least in the area in the United States they move to? That, that's what well, they create more jobs. Realistic. No, I'm sorry, dude. This is you're looking at it from from a very materialistic standpoint. Well, yeah, because Here we here's go. the thing. Here like, we go. Critique the liberalism. Well, are they, <laughs> are well yeah, again? Go, go. Are, okay. Well, are they coming? No, down? no I'm, I wasn't like, laughing at you. By the way, I was laughing. Oh, at oh no, no. Like, oh no, I don't. Like, trust me, I honestly don't care who you're laughing at. But the major thing is, are they going there to the United States with the intent to destroy, or are they going there for other reasons? Okay, if, no, I'm, I don't. I don't think that they are the most of them. That there, there are some that are, and they even openly said it. But yeah. the most of them are not. But yeah. I don't care. The end oh, result I, is exactly yeah. the same. And I would, I would also mirror again with the uh, Europeans showing up to North America. The, the average European who was coming over, Irish worker or Scottish, you know, farmer, was not coming over to actively kill native people and replace their culture. They were looking for a better life. Yeah, but the end result is the same. Well, then what I would say to that is why don't we put laws in place in the United States in order to prevent that from happening? Yes, well, that's, that's I that's would agree with you, but you may be able to do that. Yeah, but what kind of laws, guys? Hold on. Simple. Maybe I think you guys have Simple. a difference. Simple. Let's let's promote laws that do not allow for discrimination based on other people. Let's promote, let's promote laws that do not allow discrimination on senses such as religion or race or sex, because he, those are the major points again points that. You Have know, you been they, living in the United States for the past twenty years? I live in Canada. Main classes both live in Canada. Sorry. Okay, so so. I I, I do, do you really and think mind that you, this is? And mind you, Canada has actually like had. At least from what I've seen is that this is from StatsCan. We've actually had an increasing amount of immigrants coming to Can- coming to Canada. But the thing with Canada okay. is, like, we do have laws set out by the Canadian Charter of Human Rights, which protects all ethnic groups and all races, all genders, all sexes, everything like that. That's and so, and so that's well, let me, oh, yeah. Let me connect two dots. Well, how, for you, well, how you go? Add a right, add a right, add a right. So this, let me connect a dot here. 
and and, and uh, Trump's mustache, feel free to disagree. But so if we put in laws, you notice, remember what he pointed out at the beginning about things like uh, the racial, uh, the, I call it the RQ, but uh, race realism and about uh, gender realism, is that if you place these um, restrictions for merit on top of the existing population, you're going to automatically screen for white people, for example, or you're going to automatically screen for people from parts of nation, uh, the world that um, Trump would rather see out of the country. Yeah, it's not. No, it's it's not just that. It's not just that. Let's let's take his example and see where this leads. Right? Okay, we put in laws that restrict uh, the discrimination based on race. Right? Which kind of like happened with South Africa before that shit hits the fan. Right? <laughs> so, so we have a good system for a second. Then the other ethnicities outbreed the whites because the whites like to have less children but put more effort into them right so we still live in the countries where you have federal elections and where federal actions actually matter where they actually affect you and these anti-discrimination laws are probably going to be on the federal fucking level right so at one point you're going to be at a position where your own ethnic group will not have power over what will happen to them because there will be another ethnic group larger that going to that they can demograph uh, democratically excuse me revoke the laws that you put in place and furthermore put in laws that i don't know disown property sounds familiar somewhere uh you know uh, remove certain privileges or laws or, or or rights from certain individual and there wouldn't be a damn thing you could do about it demographically because you would be an absolute minority in your own country okay but right now with the united states we have many 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 other minorities coming to the united states would you agree? yes okay yes. so how do you know that exactly one of those minorities is going to become the major majority and it's going to have all these over all these other powers over these other places and mind you, the reason why a lot of these things happened, like with taking away property and all these other things, is because we didn't have laws and we didn't have historical evidence placing facts and placing blame on other people when it came to, you know, like taking away of property, taking away of, you know, some basic rights that we hold today. Right? Uh, what point did you just make? I'm sorry. I... Because, okay, first off, it's because there are many other minorities coming to the United yes. States. That means that there is not going to be a majority one. Because if there are many others, that's going to all balance out. Second really? is the fact no, that... No, 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 I'm sorry, but, but that's... That there's, there's the white majority, and then there's every other... Basically voting Democrats. And there, there are numbers to back this up. Yeah, there are numbers back this up, but what about the immigrants who vote Republican? You can't say that all immigrants are... Absolute minority. It's a negligible... Yes. Okay, look, okay, this is this is good. Okay, no, I know I know this for... Let me look at some. And you can also look at the fact that the majority of white people who would vote Republican, wouldn't those also be oppressing the minorities that would vote Democrat? Sorry, I'm... Can you wait for a second? I'm looking at this. Sure. Or you know what? Um, could well, you, uh, I, I can just, I can I can put glasses on. I'll just go ahead and chatter. No, no, I, I'm not going to argue for you too much because honestly, I don't want to come across as agreeing with you too much. It's bad for my reputation. But no, no, no. <laughs> glasses. Just look up the 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 uh, the percentage of black people that voted for 
Trump. Oh, so yeah. Um, so uh, America. Or, or, or for Bush, or I don't know. Just look. Or, or the Mexicans, or the Asians, or any other minority. Besides Jews, of course. I believe it was about 8% voted Republican back in 2016. It's going off of a CNN poll. Okay, eight, so that's nothing. Yeah, so the um, the uh, this is the midterms, not Trump. I'm sorry, but this is even more um, up to date than Trump. Uh, you had the black population of the United States voting ninety percent for Democrats, and you had the white population voting fifty four percent. Men so, and women are split pretty much down the middle. Women go a little more Democrat. Um, I think I think one women like fifty seven percent voting for Democrat. Yes, that's what he said. Yeah. Okay, sorry. But, I thought, well, like, he said it was more down the middle, but I was just... So, so see, the point is, is you have 54% of whites voting for Republicans, but in the black population, you have 90%. In the Hispanic population, you have 69%. And in the Asian population, you have 77%. That's voting Democrat. So overwhelmingly minorities vote Democrats. Yeah, and I will agree with that. But why are the majority of minorities voting for Democrats? Because it's beneficial to them. Yes, but why is it beneficial to them? Because Democrats pander to minorities. Or it's because they more want to protect minorities. Like hell, right? Like I'll say this right now. In Canada, like the Conservative Party in Canada is pretty much the Democratic Party. And when when you mean protect, give them more social programs, and yes. See, or yeah. to give, or to make sure that they have equal rights compared to the white people in America, making so they, making it so that you can. Still beneficial to them. Well, yeah, it's beneficial to them, but it's also beneficial to white people. Yes, it's disproportionately how? beneficial to white people. Because, how? How okay. is it beneficial to white people as a group? Okay. Do you think that white people should be denied a job because of, because of they they are born white? They are. Just go to Google as a white person and apply for a programming job or an HR job. They already are, dude. You gotta understand. Okay, but you're, okay. That... no, you're okay. Bring up the statistics, the statistics that show that white people are being denied jobs, and is also in Canada and the United States illegal to discriminate based on race. It, it, yes, even though it's illegal, doesn't... the CBC okay, in Canada, matter. the CBC in Canada has put up ads uh, looking for non-white, specifically stating non-white. Um, uh, just like the candy. BBC, it's illegal when it's when it's when it's against no, non-whites. Well, no, and even illegal. then I say it's then even then I say that it should be illegal and that should be persecuted for because that's still discrimination based. But that on doesn't race. happen. Don't you get it? There's one thing at what should happen, and there's one thing that happens in reality. There's two different things. Listen, listen. I agree with you that if in a, if everything if what about Basel laws and if it was a perfect world, everyone would be a liberal. Okay, but it isn't Harvard. Harvard. Harvard currently got into legal trouble because of this this year, because they were okay. only because they were congratulations. Only you can find one example. Congratulations. Yeah, because the adversity quotas when people legally challenge them, they get they do get you know like taken down. Like it's not just in universities. And if anything, if you ask me, if somebody challenged the CDC on this law saying that it was against the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, I bet money that they would win. Because you cannot do that. Now, well, obviously, okay, let's say that they would win. Okay, fair enough. What was the original point? 
Well, let's say, yeah, let's say it would win. Passing, yeah, passing laws to make it so you cannot discriminate based on race and whether or not you as a white person think that yes, you should be discriminated based sure, on race. But when, once these minorities, you know, no, now, now I get where you think that, that your argument was basically, oh, you whites shouldn't be scared of becoming a minority because there will never be a supermajority ever again. Well, that is an assumption from you. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be scared, but what I'm saying is maybe they should take reasonable measures in order to make sure that those things don't happen. Yes, it can be what, a problem. What measure can you do? What measure? Could, give, me one, give me one that you what can do. What do you mean measure? Well, you just well, said you is, should put in so measures, is, and then you say... the point measure. that I'd say is, like, even as a person who's not concerned for, with the same things that Trump's mustache is concerned with, uh, any of those measures, like I'm, I'm very tight on immigration, but yeah. nowadays to come out as being anti-immigration or even use that phrase, it puts you as could being considered very far to the right, labeled in the eyes of the media and eyes of the left. Yes, I don't care what you think, dude. I care about what happened, what's happening now. It's all about what is reality at the moment. I don't give a shit about morality. I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. I care well, about what is cause, what is effect, what is happening now, and what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, and we can take. And wouldn't you want to take measures to prevent that in the future, while not discriminating on people simply because of the way that they are born or from the place that they are how, born? How, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let, let, I, I explain this to you. If I put in a law right now, and everybody agrees on it, or the majority agrees on it, oh, this is a great fucking law. Now everybody is protected, right? And we come to the minority, and these other black people or Asian, whatever the fuck says, hey, dude, um, you know, we're actually the minority, uh, the majority now, and uh, we can just totally vote, take their shit. So uh, let's first get rid of that law that stated that we can't discriminate, and then let's just take their shit. Well, What's stopping them? What's stopping them? They're a majority. What's stopping them? Simple. Because as I've said, many different minorities are, many different in the United States would be considered minority groups are, are moving to the United States. So again, it balances out. No, it doesn't. Let's say that the Africans and, 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 and Hispanics and, would, would group up. What, yeah, would, and, would, and even in the United States, immigration, like the amount of immigration that's actually going to the United States has been going down and down ever since 9-11. It doesn't matter because they're outbreeding us. That's what you don't get. Even if you stay a civic net and close the borders, eventually it's inevitable. Okay, so even you said even if you close the borders. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, so like even right now, wouldn't you like? How are you going to stop all these people who have immigrated to Canada or, or America? Just already? Who, are second, who, are, who, are, who are second? Who are second generation? What about second generation people? Right. He brought this up at the beginning with the cutting off of welfare benefits to certain people outside of his out group. Okay. What about second generation immigrants? They're not our people. They're not our ethnicity, so they would still be subject to that. I don't okay, care what about is the ethnicity. Like what is the ethnicity then? European ethnicities, all of them. If for okay, United which, States. Okay, so only European uh, ethnicities yes, are meant to go to the United States. Yes. At least you're consistent. So then what are we supposed to do with the amount of, my of ethnic minorities that are currently in the United States? Second immigration immigrants onward, by the way. People who don't have dual citizenship or anything akin to that. What are you supposed to do with them? You would because to gradually... Uh, can I... Do you want to steal talk or do you want me to answer? No, I, I, I actually hit my push talk button. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So it's okay, it's, yeah. It's okay. No, same as I is. I I think I'm consistent. Get the the welfare out. Don't treat them as regular citizens. They are here, 
as guests if they behave and there is a certain amount of white population reached, then they can stay. Otherwise, you would gradually bleed them out and you would promote policies only for whites to improve their birth, increase their birth rates until they're the supermajority again. Easy peasy. No bloodshed. Okay. okay, but again, second generation immigrants are not have citizens. Really? Because they've been born in the United States. They have United States citizenship under the law. I don't care about citizenship. I don't care about that. Okay, so then you also okay, so okay, so then you don't you also don't care about birthright citizenship for white people in that sense, because if okay, so then what is going to happen to them? Because if they aren't able to move to any other country by like legal definition, wait, 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 wait. birthright citizen. Let me let me get a definition because I think I might be getting this wrong. Birthright citizenship is basically when you come over the border and poop out with a baby. That's that's becomes a United States citizen. That, okay, and that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking oh. about are people in the United States who have American parents yes. who are from other countries. They come into the United European States. European both. No, not just from your Okay, from any country, period. Who come to the United States, then have a child, not, illeg- not illegally or whatever you want to call it, but, they, but they're both legally American citizens. They come to the United States. They have a child. That child is then born. Does that child have as much right to live in the United States as other people? No. Why? Because Europe was con- uh, America was conquered by Europe. Okay, so even if it's Europeans, let's say it's two black guys from the United Kingdom, if they still come to the United States, if they still no, 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 no. dude, you know what I mean? European ethnicity. Go on. Yeah, yeah but they still, but le- but they still no, are. So he of doesn't. But so he's they're not still Germans. About, but, he's not speaking about nationalism. This is just one of the points that I want to point because you're, you're talking past each other slightly. Is the definition of nationalism for Peter here, and this is why I brought him here, sorry, Trump's mustache, is that it's it's ethno-nationalism, right? So, if, for example, Quebec would be one of the best examples I could give you. Is Quebec is specifically an ethnic, uh, Quebecois is a specific ethnic group, specific language and culture, culture and et cetera, et cetera, that revolves around this existence of what does it mean to be that? He's talking about that sense of nationalism, like being a Palestinian, for example. They don't really have a, a, a country or a nation, but they are a nation of people. It, it, not in the civic national sense of it doesn't matter what your community is. You just have to have that liberal sense of values. And that's why I'm sorry I'm sidetracking this, but I want to pull you guys more into that perspective of liberalism idea rather than getting bogged down in these little details of like, what are you going to do with, with people if you want to kick them out or whatnot. Yeah, I, I gave him the, the general, the broad straws. Now, you're, he's talking about America, right? I don't particularly care if Americans become the minority in America because to a certain extent, they agree to the melting pot. This is not the case for Europe. We were never asked. We were never told. They just did it to us. Well, so I've heard members of the alt-right on, on, in America specifically say that they weren't asked either. And they always constantly refer to this uh, Heart Cellar Act of uh, 19... I can't remember when it was. It was like the early 1900s. Or, and uh, they, they argue always that it was a specific uh, ethnic group of individuals within Congress and whatnot and lobbyist groups who pushed this, this forward. This ties to the, uh, I'm going to touch on it briefly, the third idea of, of alt-rightism or the traditional nationalism that you promote forward, and that's that's the JQ. I see. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the triple brackets, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm not an expert on the United States because I'm European, so 
I, okay. Listen, listen. So there's when a you, difference. Yeah, go ahead. When you say you weren't asked, um, was it not your governments that made these policies? Was it not your governments that said immigration welcome and, and allowing people over and providing these welfare yes, systems? Yes, but the, what I mean with we weren't asked is we, the people weren't asked, and it was the liberal governments that did this. Um, this is also a big problem with repres This is also why we're authoritarian. This the big problem with liberal governments is once they made their fake promises, they can do whatever the hell they want for the next four years before you can kick them out. And if they already agree with their successor, whoever that might be, that they're just going to continue the policies, it really doesn't matter who you vote in. The policies are going to continue, and there's no way that people are going to be able to vote them. What about voting them out mid-office in a vote of no um, vote of no confidence? Okay, now you're talking about America again. Um, no, no, well, vote of actually, no confidence is in, is in many yeah, different countries. It's in Canada too, but it's not in all countries. It's not in all democratic nations. Well, no, I said a lot of countries, not all countries. In the United Kingdom, okay. they still have the votes of no confidence. In France, Germany. Yes, yes, okay. Uh, let, let's say that we do, and we actually... Uh, despite all the... the, 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 the um, um, you, uh, you cut out. Oh, sorry, actually, let's assume that we can, and, and it succeeded somehow, right? And he got kicked out. There's there's another neocon right around the corner just ready to take his place. It doesn't solve anything. Representative dem democracies are only effective if all of the participants of said democracy that you're going to vote, you know, every representative is actually in the interest, uh, is actually interested in serving the people and protecting them. If all of them are more into the globalist uh, thing and and bought and paid for it, it doesn't really matter. If you can kick one out and vote another one in, you get the same exact same result. Okay, so then what I would ask then is why don't you go somewhere else where that where that really isn't a problem? Say, for example, Poland. Because I'm not a little well, bitch. Well, no, yeah, hold on. That, that's a sidetrack. The, the, what you're pointing out is basically the uh, establishment of a political class that manages to rule that system regardless you know like there's a reason why the american system and i'll just use the american one as an example why they went from uh, what was it it was bush clinton bush obama and then they almost went clinton again and there was even another bush that ran in that election there's a reason why there's been several kennedys there's a reason why there's justin trudeau or trudeau 2.0 in canada right now is there is an established political class that even though we're doing this perception of switching between parties we tend to change from a party that just leans a little bit away from what the other party believed in a left-right perspective but in the same time they're both pro-liberal capitalist corporate um, you know, non-loyalty to that ethnic nationality that uh, Trump's mustache holds so dear. 